Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode two of our current series where I am bringing on past and present clients who have worked with me either in heal or mentorship or aligned and embodied, so any of my longer offerings. And these incredible people that I've gotten to work with, I really want you all to meet them and hear their stories and hear the work they do. So. This is episode two in that new series. And in this episode, I am introducing you to Danielle Sims. She is an energy healer extraordinaire. She is so deeply powerful. She was in round one of Heal with me. And in this episode, we are talking about her energy healing, about intuitive development. We are talking about her journey. She got into this from a health journey as well. So we have a similarity there. We're talking about so much good stuff, and Danielle is so inspiring. I absolutely love how she talks about her journey and her work. I think it's so deeply grounded, so inspiring again, and just really beautiful to hear. So go ahead and take a listen to this episode. See what nuggets are here for you to receive from this conversation. And just enjoy everything we talk about. I think there's a lot of things in here that a lot of people probably can relate to. And I think everything that Danielle talks about is super relatable, super helpful to hear. It's like, you're not alone kind of thing. Like we all go through these processes to really develop our gifts and get to get into our power and hearing Danielle's story. I mean, she's so, so powerful. So hearing her story, I think is so amazing. So I'm not going to talk any longer. I'm going to let you go ahead and get into this episode. So enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So I have Danielle with me and Danielle is an incredible person. And I've known, oh God, it's been, it's been about a year since we've met, right? A year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we did heal and Danielle has her own like incredibly powerful gifts. And so we're just going to talk through her journey, her gifts, what she does, and just kind of vibe through. I mean, that's what we do on this podcast as it is. Anyway, we vibe through whatever wants to come up. So we're going to go through and and chat through Danielle's journey. So Danielle, I want you to introduce yourself however you want. <laughs> Let people know who you are because I always just I think it's best for us to be able to like share what we want to about ourselves. So welcome on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm like I jumped on the opportunity. I'm like, yeah. Um so I'm Danielle. I am an intuitive healer like most healers are. I do a lot of really intense energy work. I guide people through meditation journeys. I to work with EFT with my clients. I do like all the metaphysical things, you know what I mean? So my background is like really in, I really started off working in the woods, in ecology, and I have a really deep sense of connection with nature. I think that nature is just, it's really like the basics of healing. Like you got to get to nature, really, right? Be in your body, be connected to earth, be grounded and rooted. And so that's a big philosophy of mine. Um, I know it is with Shannon as well, like just being grounded and that takes time and right? it takes a lot of healing. I have this energy healing called Bronte Healing. It's it's extremely powerful. I channeled it. My soul helped create it. Shannon actually helped me discover where it came from. I channeled that that came from the Arcturians. My soul helped create this healing. It's very, very, very powerful. The first time I really I physically saw what that looked like was I healed my cat's wound on his belly in three and a half hours. And that was just absolutely wild to me. So it's really powerful. It helps on the physical level. It helps on the emotional and the spiritual level as well. So that's, that's a little bit about me. I think I went off tangent as usual. Oh no, that was perfect. We are definitely going to circle back to the Bronte. I know you said Italian yeah. accent, but I feel like I, I can't. You have more of a French accent. So. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to come back to that because also this is my first time hearing the name for it out loud. Like I've read it, but this is my first time hearing it out loud too, which I love. I can feel the energy of it. But we, I definitely want to circle back to that and talk through it because also that journey we did to the Arcturians, 
that was one of my favorite journeys that I've done with someone that was so cool. But I want to start with, because I think it sets the scene for like why you're on this path and why you opened yourself up to receive this energy healing through you. What put you on kind of a spiritual seeking conscious path, like whatever you want to use, like if you want to call it spiritual or whatever word you want to use, like what put you on that path? So like probably many of you health crisis, essentially. So I have you know, diagnosed with all the autoimmune diseases. And I had just had surgery on my ovary and I couldn't go to work since the beginning of the pandemic. And so I think the pandemic, I think that whole energy really helped stimulate my spiritual awakening. Um, But me, there's so many, (laughs) for so many people, right? Like I know, I know I'm not alone on this one. And yeah, so it really like what happened. It was April 1st, 2020. And I decided, like I decided Oh, I, I'm a meditator and I'm a journaler. Like I just decided out of fucking nowhere, right? Like literally out of nowhere. I just was like, this is, this is what I do now because I was starting to really be like, I was working with a functional medicine doctor. I was like, okay, I'm really focused on healing. I'd like got started following some people on Instagram that were in the healing space and the physical healing space that were, you know, talking more about like your mindset and all this stuff. Right. And so I kind of started going down that route and I had tried to meditate in the past and it just never worked. I, a long history of like depression and just like crazy overanalyzing, overthinking, all this stuff. And so meditation just like wasn't a thing for me. I tried, I would try it. Like I tried for like six months one time and I was just like, I give up. I don't do this anymore. So that really was the beginning. And I had an experience, it might have been in like May. So I was just up late one night meditating and working with some plant medicine. Love <laughs> cannabis. And I wound up healing like I was seeing lots of visuals and I was just I heard like healing is within you and I was like and I never like my gifts were not like nothing was open yet and that's a whole other story of like how my get when my gifts really like fully opened for me to receive them yeah and so I had this healing is within you thing and then I learned about like brain rewiring and got really deep in that and so that really helped me had a lot of food sensitivities that really helped I guess it's not really my spiritual journey, but like that just really helped me in the healing space. So I knew like meditating, journaling. And so like first thing I started healing was uh, my body image. So I started healing with, right, you know, and I think a lot of chronic illness comes from us like shaming our bodies and hating our bodies and not like happy with they are, right? Your body's listening to you. So that's, that's a whole other, <laughs> it's a whole other tangent. But yeah, so that's really when it all started and why it did, because I was really sick. I really couldn't eat very many foods uh, and really bad you know, just really bad gluten sensitivity and just my intestines would burn every night. I couldn't wait to go to the bathroom in the morning. And so I just like knew something needed to change. And then that kind of led me into dipping my toe into spirituality. So like starting to learn about chakras and doing, you know, uh, seed mantras and, and chanting. And it was very slow in the beginning. It wasn't fast. I wasn't like, it was never even on my radar that I was an energy healer. I had no freaking idea, like no clue until someone actually a previous mentor of mine had told me that I was a healer and I was like oh shit what (laughs) like it wasn't like oh you're a healer it's you're a powerful healer and like I'm like this woman is like super psychic and I'm like well shit because I'm like what does that mean right what do Um, I do with that (laughs) yeah yeah and like my confidence and self-worth and it just was so low at that, that point yeah. And so I like, didn't really believe it, but I just kept proving things to myself. And then I have these experience, like I would work with clients um, or friends or whatever. And they would just have these wild experiences. And I was just like, what is happening? Like, cause I, I didn't know what I was doing, which I'm sure we'll get into. I did not have my, my psychic gifts. My intuitive abilities were not open yet. Yeah. So I really was like ignoring my, anytime I got messages, I was really ignoring that. Uh, cause I didn't know like what being psychic really was like I didn't or being intuitive right and getting downloads things like that so I ignored it so when did you start paying attention like because you got the message that like you were a powerful healer and like you were aware to some extent of like receiving messages and so then when did you actually like start paying attention to them and going maybe this is something I can actually do and pay attention to so I once I was told, because like the woman that told me, she was like, you're a powerful healer and you're really psychic. And I was just like, what the fuck? Then she actually had a psychic development course. So I started working through that when she came out with it. Um, and I jumped right into, I just found like an online Reiki course and 
got and it I got attuned like through zoom from someone it wasn't just like you know whatever it was an online attunement I mean I think online attunements are amazing yeah well the (laughs) fantastic to be able to do that yeah for sure yeah so yeah I had the one-to-one with the person and like I just didn't feel anything but then I started so after my like 21 days of like just working on myself I was feeling energy and stuff flow through me but it wasn't until like it was day 22 because they said like the first 21 days like don't work on anyone else but yourself like just get to know the energy so I did I practiced like twice a day I was just like really you know I was like I just want to be really good at this it's like yeah it's like hurting within me though right it wasn't like I didn't have to try like once I started being like oh okay like it's, I don't have to do anything right it's just like it is just powerful it is what it is but I practiced on my husband on day 22 and I was like this is not Reiki I said to, I was like dude this is not Reiki like he like he felt like his face was melting and like he was like there's paint dripping down my face and like was like seeing you know I mean I'm obviously you can see visuals when you get Reiki done but he it was just like so intense with both of us like I was like shaking I just there was so much energy going through me and I just was still like a baby. So I didn't know how to, I didn't know anything about grounding. I didn't know how to ground the energy, you know? So that was a big piece. I wasn't grounded. So it was like just letting so much energy come out at once. And I was just like playing on his chakras, right? Like I was just like, okay, cool. And I'm like, what is happening here? So I really jumped into it. Like once I was told, I was like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Very Aries energy, which I'm not an Aries guys. I'm very much Virgo, like Shannon. Very, very earthy. But I do have a part of me that's very, it depends. I mean, I kind of shut it down a lot, but like my go, 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 like go getter ishness, shut that down when I was really healing from chronic illness. So yeah. it's interesting. And it's like coming, coming back now, which is really nice, but yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a couple of things I want to ask you from there, which I think maybe I'll start with the Reiki discussion because you started with Reiki and you got the attunement and Reiki, I think is something I mean, I've observed that it's something that so many people start with, like, let's start with Reiki and Reiki is wonderful. And it really works for a lot of people, but you and I have had this discussion and I think it's an interesting one to have here just because I'm sure there are other people who agree and lots who don't as well. But like, I mean, I'm attuned to Reiki through the master level, like, and I pretty quickly realized I also wasn't doing Reiki. I mean, different than what you do, but and I really feel nothing with Reiki. And I know we've had this discussion where you said the same thing. It's like, yeah. it really doesn't do anything for you. And I find that so interesting. But was that part of what made you realize too, that you weren't channeling Reiki? Like beyond like the insane experience you just described was it also, did you have this feeling of like, oh yeah, this doesn't feel at all like what it feels like when I've received Reiki. Like this feels so much more intense. I didn't really receive much before. I think I've only received Reiki once. Okay. And then my mentor, who was during the energy healing session, that's when she found out, like, I was this powerful healer. She okay. uses, it's called the high E, and she had downloaded that at seven dimensional. So that I even didn't feel anything. So I wasn't grounded enough in my body to really feel anything. So I had nothing to make a decision. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know, like, where I was starting from, because I just knew that Reiki was like this gentle thing. Yeah. And I was like, this is not fucking right. This is not, it's not right. It's not gentle. This is not gentle. And this was, is not gentle and easy. <laughs> no. And that was the thing is like, cause I I've really always struggled to trust my intuition. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm still learning. Okay. <laughs> when I'm in session with clients, like that is like easy peasy. Like I trust everything that comes through when it's for myself. It's a little bit different, but for me, it was such a clear knowing of, oh, this is, there's no way this is Reiki. So I didn't really know much about Reiki. Like I took this like course and it was like basically the history of Reiki. It wasn't that much of anything. And I was like, I had no idea what I was doing. But when I had received Reiki from people after me working on other people, I was like, yeah, no, this shit doesn't work. I wouldn't feel a difference. I wouldn't like have any sort of like emotional release or like symptoms or like feel better after it's like, okay, like what happened here? Like nothing, nothing happened. Right? Like nap. <laughs> Not necessarily. I, I think that maybe subtle shifts had happened, but they were so subtle versus I'm used to like, I need to receive from someone who is super powerful, which is like working with you. I was like, yeah, you know, like I had that one session with you. And then I was like, I got to work with this woman, you know, like you helped me so yeah with pain <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. And I think that Reiki is just is a beautiful stepping stone for people. And some people, I think you start with it, but then you always develop your own, not every, I shouldn't say always, most people develop yeah. their own energy healing 
because we're all different energetic beings, but it's a stepping stone. So yes, I did have like, quote unquote, ascension symptoms after I had my attunement. I didn't feel anything during my attunement. The woman was like, you didn't feel anything. And I was like, I never feel anything during energy healing. Like it is what it is. You know, that doesn't mean things aren't happening. So I did like, I then like had this, I remember it was like maybe like the second week and I was just like exhausted and I like never dealt with exhaustion. I'm just like, why am I so tired? Why do I have a headache? What's going on? Like weird. And then I realized like, oh, that's, that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, at one point I was kind of like, like we'll say snotty about Reiki. I think a lot of people just use the name Reiki, even though they're not using it and they're using something much more powerful. And that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. But like, I know, because I also can attune people to my frequency that's why I was like, so I have, you know, this Bronte healing, right? It's, I have a name for it. And that's because I can attune people. I think that it's totally fine. Just to be like, I have really powerful energy, high frequency healing. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm really glad you said that because Reiki definitely has a really beautiful place. It's a really great place to start. And I want to share this with you because I think you'll find it interesting and that everyone listening as well. I was having this discussion or similar discussion with my shamanic mentor, like a few weeks ago, and we were talking about, cause I'm working on downloading some energy healing from like 50 plus dimensions away. And so it's like, it's really interesting. Yeah. And so I, we were talking about Reiki. Cause I was like, I asked her, have you ever done Reiki or did you like, I don't remember. I think I asked her if she'd ever done it. And she was like, yeah, I don't really feel much from it. Um, it's very subtle with exactly what you said. And it doesn't, and like by no means am I saying, I'm glad you said this, like Reiki isn't good because it has done a lot for lots of people, but I found her explanation really interesting. Cause I said, yeah, I don't feel that much from it either. I definitely felt more from it when I was younger. My mom got me attuned to Reiki when I was like 14. And I remember then like feeling it. Cause I also had no idea what I was doing. I was like, mom, this is a weird mother daughter activity. <laughs> Your mom seems so cool. She's so open to all this stuff. So, oh my cool. God. I mean, I appreciate it now, but at the time I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> but I, I mean, I felt it a lot more then. And she, and what my mentor said that I really resonated with, she was like, from what I observe, people get less and less like big shifts from Reiki, the more their body gets used to working with higher dimensional things. So, like, if someone's very, very, very like, human, not necessarily very grounded, like, cause most humans are not very grounded, but like very used to being in the 3d, very used to like doing the human things, which is the majority of the world, right. Then Reiki is going to feel really, really powerful to them because their body's not used to going to higher frequencies. And then obviously like work like you do, is going to feel like even more shifting. Cause it's a higher, it's a higher frequency. And that was so interesting to me. That made so much sense. Cause I was like, it's obviously Reiki's doing things because it's been around for so long, but like, why is it that some people feel things and some people like us are like, yeah, I mean, it's super subtle. Like I'm the same as you. I like to really feel those like crazy big shifts of like, ah, that just happened. So yeah, I don't know. I wanted to share that because I thought that was so interesting to consider. Like that really resonated with me personally. Um, Yeah, that resonates for me too. It makes a lot of sense for sure. Ah. And something I did notice is someone who I used to go to for healing, who was like really powerful for me. I went to her like a year later. This is like maybe last month or two months ago. And I was like, "Hmm, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really feel anything. So she was not working with Reiki for sure. But I think even then just within the year, like my energy body has upgraded so much that it no longer, like my body no longer resonates with it. And once again, like, I'm sure, I'm sure things a little bit helps a bit. Right. Versus like what I do is like, it's immediate. You know what I mean? Like it's immediate, like things happen immediately. They happen in real time. So tell us a couple more stories of like how your energy works, because you've told me a few and like, they're crazy. So Sorry, I cut you off there. No, no, that's okay. So I also want to tell you guys that I I speak light language. I sing, I sing light language. So obviously our voices carry codes. I have a very powerful voice, especially when I sing and when I speak light language. And I had this session with a client. She was actually referred to me. I did not know her at all. This was in January, the end of January. And this was like wild for me. So she didn't mute herself on Zoom. And I got to her from just like talking to her. I just was like, okay, like I think we're doing root chakra, like going to focus a lot on the root. Like you're really ungrounded. But when I got to her sacral, like my, 
they were like, go like sacral, like she's sacral work. I am there. And I kid you not my entire, I just moved in like, like you guys can't see me, but like, I was just like, like doing the most crazy stuff. And I actually, okay. So anyways, I'm doing moving crazy. I'm speaking this deep, 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 like very dark divine feminine energy was coming out of me in light language. And once the moment I started, she just started bursting out in tears, hysterically crying. So crying is not an, uh, you know, an uncommon thing, right? With energy healing, but it was so in sync with what I was doing. She, at the end, when we discussed what came through, because what they were telling me, the guys were telling me, is like, she needs to like express her emotions more. And she's like, oh, well, I can get angry. She's like, but I can never cry. She's like, I, don't, I never can cry. So like she had this insane opening of being able to cry, like cry, bawling, 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 bawling. And at, while I'm doing like this weird, like, I'm like, I'm like, this is insane. Like what's happening? Like, you know, cause like when you're doing energy, I'm like, I'm not, well, for me, at least like, I'm not really totally in control. Like however I need to move, like that's just what's going to happen. That's how the energy needs to release. And then I checked in with her like a month later and she's like, you literally changed my life. Like I'm so, it's so easy for me to express my emotions. Now I'm able to cry on the regular. And like that for me was just like, holy shit that is, that's insane. That is so, so, so powerful because like, she's just, I tell everybody about you, like you completely changed my life. And just from one session, this is just one session. And so that was a really big one for me. That was, I was just like, wow, insane. So there's the cat thing, of course. What are some other really good ones? What about the kidney one? Oh, so my, my husband's best friend, he's 72 years old. His mother-in-law, so she's in her nineties, she went into kidney failure and she went into kidney failure. So she's 92 years old. You're 92 years old. You're going into kidney failure. Odds of coming back are kind of slim. So I just sat there for 15 minutes and just sent her kidneys healing. And like, I just asked what her name was, where she was located, sent her healing. And then the next day, my, my husband's friend was like, Hey, my mother-in-law's out of the hospital. He's like, Daniel probably had something to do with it like bonkers like bonkers I like cried so hard when I heard that I'm like that's insane that's so wild yeah and some other things like specific like everybody's different with this healing I do have one client who she basically like has very psychedelic experiences that's so Um, cool it's so wild because I'm like I don't have psychedelic experiences when I receive right definitely not so she even just from group circles so we we do some one-on-one but she usually comes to group circles and she always has these wild, wild experiences like of her visuals. And she's actually not, clairvoyance is not her main gift. It's claircognizance. So it's really crazy how it like coming up differently. But yeah. what I'm able to do like with you is like we hold this, this energetic container, like I'm holding this frequency for you. And then within that, especially in circles, I allow, and like even in my, my group program on your magic, like the container is so big and so like high energetic, your higher self, your spirit guides, your angels, whatever you want to call it, God comes in so easily. So you can receive the messages that you are looking for. Right. So if you're somebody who's like, I really struggle with meditation. It's hard for me to connect to my spirit guides, which your guides are always, you're always connected to them. <laughs> Just gotta listen. Yeah. And so it's like, I hold this space for you so that you can, you know, a lot of times people hear things or they, you know, they see things. And it just comes in really strongly. And it's just like this clear, no, like, you're like, oh, this is, this is the this is real shit. You know, like, I'm not just like, making this up because it's so hard to deny. People be like, oh, I just heard the same mantra over and over and over again. It's like, you're not just like running that through your brain. It's just like literally your higher self or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right, Some higher being, yeah, coming in and yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, like there's wow. ooh, another one. Okay, a lot of this has to do with like physical healing. I had a woman come to me and she was really dealing with a lot of liver issues and just chronic fatigue. So she couldn't go to work full time. She had to work part time. She'd come home from work and be completely exhausted. And I had a session with her and it was very called to work on her liver. And the next day she was starting a full-time job and just like financially, she really needed to. And she's like, I went to this job. I got home. I cooked dinner. I did all these things. Like she just like, I just like completely reversed her chronic fatigue. It was just like, what and this is like also in the beginning of me working on people it wasn't like I wasn't doing this work for very long so a lot of the I mean I want to say a lot of the really obvious things are are on the physical because you're like go from you know you go from this to that overnight or Mm -hmm. just within the session right like so I want to talk a little bit more about a cat so got into a big fight 
his indoor outdoor patio to big fighting this giant slit on his belly um there's no blood it's just that it's like they call it the warrior flap and so I say I healed it in three and a half hours. I timed myself, but I did it over six days. So I was like, this is a lot of healing going to something, right? So, but I, I took a picture when I first started and then I did 45 minutes of healing the first day and it was like three quarters of the way healed. Because I was trying to prove something to myself because I didn't believe in myself at that time, even though I like, okay, all these humans are having these really wild experiences and, you know, making these massive shifts. I was like, I'm just going to see. I'm just going to see if I can do this. And disclaimer, it was too late for him to get stitches. We didn't discover the wound until later, like way later than you would get stitches. Like the skin was already starting to die or whatever. So for anybody who's like, ah, you're going to kill your cat. Cause I've had the, I, I, yeah, social media can be a bitch. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> he was definitely fine. And I've saved him a lot from, I've saved him from a lot of vet visits. He had cheatgrass in his throat once. And so cheatgrass is, if you go on the opposite of the blade, it's sharp and razor. So it gets oh, stuck yeah. in pets' throats. And he like literally sounded like he was a chain smoker. Like he just kept dry heaving all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, fuck. We're going to send him healing. And I could see that it was at like the bottom, like near his, his esophagus and his stomach, the sphincter there. So I was like using the healing to like push it up. And then like I waited a little bit. And like the next day I looked psychically and I was like, oh, it's like much closer to like the opening of his throat. And so I was able to get it out. And then he didn't have to go to the vet, which we tried to bring to the vet. And the vet was so horrible, the emergency vet, that my husband was like, no way, no way. Yeah. 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 So it's like, wow. it's wild. But I've never been, I've, sometimes I pra- try to practice with crystals and trying to like use my energy healing to push it. And I have like once been successful, but I still think there's a part of me that's like, is this real? Like there's still even me, like with what I can do, like I still sometimes I'm just like, is this really real? Like, is this real life? Like, am I crazy? You know? Um, so if you're in that boat, you're not crazy. None of us are crazy. This is all real. We've just been like told that this stuff is crazy, but it's actually real. Right. So for me, a long time, I was under the, oh, I didn't even believe in God. I didn't even believe in God for most of my life. I didn't understand what praying was. I didn't understand all these things. And then like, now here I am, the girl that fought her mother to not get confirmed in the Catholic church. Um, my mom was like, you're going to regret this. I was like, I don't even know what this means. Like I didn't know. I didn't understand religion. Now I do. Now I understand religion, but it's a uh, wild. It's wild. Just to start with what you said at the end, like there is so much of this work that as we get into it and as we open our gifts, which I know has been part of your journey with this, we have to like bring in belief before we even see. And then it's amazing to be able to have the like where you can see like with your cat, like that wound that closed up so fast, but there is this like level of so much of healing work is intangible in the sense that like, we can't take a picture of it. Like when we can, that's fantastic. But a lot of the time we can't because healing is the physical, which you like, you such gifts with the physical, but it's also, and I know you do this work too it's the emotional, it's the mental, it's all the things and those things like we can't quantify it, Like when people come out and they're skeptic, like when people have said things like on social media about like your cat and that story, right. When people come out and they're skeptical, it's because they don't have any like background or, or ground to stand on to like understand that something like that's not possible. Cause like you said, we're, we're conditioned and taught to like, not be able to see the true reality of what we can do. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I was like, I had such a veil over my eyes. I didn't believe in, I didn't believe in Reiki. Like I remember years ago, one of my friends was like, well, I think I'm going to get a tune to Reiki. And I'm like, that's just bullshit. It's not real. Like I did not believe. And I was always super analytical, like super, super overly analytical, very science brains. Like my, my background's in biology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like, I don't want to use the word crazy, kind of wild that like, I went from one spectrum to the other, but it's like, it is science. Like all of this work that we're doing, it is science, quantum physics, right? Right. But there are some people that are super skeptical about it. Yeah. yeah. But it is, you're right. It is all science. It's just, it's not science that you do in a lab. <laughs> like, right. Right. Yeah. And you can like, <laughs> measure the frequency coming out of someone's hand who's doing energy healing like they have there's right. i mean like the, on gaia the like right, that's true theory, right yeah they have all, all these even i think on netflix they have a lot of documentaries of oh what's his name his name's jeff something 
where yeah they like test the frequency of him sending healing and it's amazing you know it's quantifiable yeah which is great great. that's actually so cool because I I kind of I mean I'm gonna have to look on Netflix and see if I can find what you're talking about but I forget that because it's more recent that we can like anyone can quantify that and we can actually see it but that's actually a really great resource just to like have thrown in this conversation that if someone wants to they can go look those things up like Gaia actually is a really great um, resource for that to see because they've done so much research into these things yeah very cool what about the process of opening your gifts I want to circle back to that just because I brought that up and I think that's probably really interesting for people to hear okay so miss overly analytical super non-intuitive. It was hard. It was hard for me because I was so ungrounded and not comfortable in my body that I could not, I could receive when I wasn't trying. Right. But when I was actively trying, it was really difficult. And I would get like mad, you know, class like Danielle, get mad at yourself over everything. Um, so I get like kind of pissed off and be like, Oh, I'm supposed to be psychic. And like, why is this not working? So I predominantly hear, and I and very sure that I was receiving messages. It's just, I thought it was my own thoughts. So it was a big thing. Okay. So we'll start. Yeah. First thing that opened for me was clairvoyance because my, I was just overthinking way too much. So I was going through an upgrade one weekend and all of a sudden it was like the floodgates opened and I was like, I basically was sleeping for an entire day. And I just saw like all these wild, like really intense images of very, very vivid. And I even received a message for my dad, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like not like super into the stuff. He knows kind of what I do, but he's not totally sure. And I like shared the message. Okay. Him, like, yeah, yeah, no, he but it was like very a lot. Like he was like, Oh yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it was really cool. Um I'm like, okay. It's like I'm like, I don't know that I'm psychic, but I'm just gonna let you know this is what I saw. So that opened up. And then after that, it was like things really sizzled out and I wasn't really seeing a lot of images. I really see images now like I see them in session when I'm channeling for myself, though. I don't, I only hear, I only hear or I feel. Yeah. But with Claire audience, that was really like me getting super duper duper grounded, like so grounded healing trauma, which you were actually part of the catalyst for that was just creating more safety in my body because like energetically you just pulled a lot of stuff out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was then more grounded. And so I, now I'm, I'm so passionate about helping people ground into their bodies, because if you don't, then you, I mean, first off, then you're a basket case, right? You're like your mind, your everything's all over the place, but then you can't receive your into, you know, your intuition, it's hard for your intuition to come through and your ego is really the one that's like running the show. Right. So that was really like the beginning of it. So I would try, I practice twice a day, just like with energy healing. Um, I sat down and wasn't that easy for me because it was hard for me to like just quiet my mind and quiet my thoughts but eventually I was able to like get into you know into that meditative state after working with you after our first session we ever had together and and then I really do feel like part of what helped was working was doing the heal um your like program not like the not the group program the oh like healing inside out the course healing inside out so the course yeah because it helped me work with my energy healing so mm-hmm. I was like doing my own thing but I was like kind of following guide- guidelines you know what I mean right. it was helping me see and then I was receiving more and then I was getting like feedback from myself of like oh okay cool I cleared this and I could see it and so like things just start to click and make more sense so mm-hmm. really I would say what really helped me develop my psychic gifts the most was working with other people because it was like it didn't matter to me what was coming through. Well, it did, right? Like I want to have attachment of like, I need it to be this answer when it's not ourselves. Attachment is the the right word. I did not have the attachment. So like, this is for someone else. And okay, this, this is, was wild for me. So I was doing a session on a woman who she's super, super connected to earth as well. We have like some weird connection and I am like very, my clear cognizance is not super developed. Okay but I was doing a session on her and we didn't know each other really well at the time. I was doing a session on her and I just knew that her mom had passed away. Mm. And I was just like, I felt really weird. Like saying something to her, just like, I don't want to be wrong. Like that's a really big thing. You know, huh. um, that was the moment where I was like, well, I'm psychic. 
Right. Like, you don't oh, just I'm know really that between. about a person, right? You don't just know. Yeah. So I think clear cognizance, like if that's your main gift for anybody, if your main gift is clear cognizance, it is such a superpower because you just know things. You just mm-hmm. know things and that's fucking cool. <laughs> it yeah. is not my main gift. So like I come in, you know, comes in, says hi sometimes. And it's like, oh no, we're going to go. Yeah. That's like my least, my least developed one. All interesting. So interesting. And really interesting to think about just for everyone listening that our gifts like develop over time too. I mean, and that's the same with me. Like I'm, I'm pretty clear cognizant. Like I just kind of know things. And then that was probably my easiest one. And then the clairvoyance came in really strong and then everything else kind of came in after that. Oh no, sorry. Not clear cognizant. I'm very clear sentient feel things. Like I just kind of feel it in my body, but it's definitely things have just opened up more and more and more. And I also agree with you. Like it really helped me so much and continues to honestly to do work with other people because I don't have any kind of attachment to what their outcome is. And so the more, especially when I'm trying something new or like going deeper in a new way, it's so confirming to get to work with somebody else and be like, Oh, I'm not crazy. They're like, yes. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> that resonates. yeah. Well, even like when I start, cause I don't really work in the records for other people anymore. I did for a little bit, but you with you when I was practicing and you like gave me like, Hey, ask this question. And then I, that was like, what gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Um, cause I like knew I could, and I was always going into my old records, but I was like, I'd never gone to someone else's records. And there's always this piece of like, what if I'm wrong? Right. Like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. There, God, like when we're telling people things, there is always a piece. I mean, I still notice a piece where I'm always like, asking not that I'm worried I'm worried it's wrong but I'm always asking like please make this as clear as it can be so that they resonate so they understand what I'm trying to say or like not even me like what's being channeled through because there's so many ways that like say this through me in xyz way so please say it as clearly as you can (laughs) you know yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's yeah there's that also that piece of discernment too like I had someone in November when I was going through I was going through like a really high stress time and I actually like went to adrenal fatigue for the first time and I had a session with someone who my guys were like have a session with her and she told me she was like well I really think like this is she's like I don't really want to say this but like this seems like the end of like all of your physical symptoms and I'm like "Mm, okay like that was not true at all like I still have you know I still have things going on like it's nothing compared to like what it used to be but like for me, if I was, I, that's not, I don't think I would ever say that to someone. Cause I, that's yeah. like a big, you know, she was just like, I don't know if I should like tell you this, but like, this is what came through, you know? I mean, I didn't believe, you know, it, it didn't resonate for me. Cause I'm like, I'm, there's a lot going on still. Like, that's not like, yeah. 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 And, and sometimes I do think people, at least in my experience, when that kind of thing comes in for me, it's always a really interesting reflection of this is where discernment does and does not exist. And how can I make it deeper in my own practice so that like I am being discerning what I'm saying to other people? Yeah. Yeah. There's so much that I think it's so I'm going to kind of play off of this idea that's coming in right now, which is, I think it's really powerful and helpful to have conversations like this because to someone who's maybe not in this world, but is interested in energy healing, interested in doing this work on a spiritual level, but doesn't really understand everything that goes into it. It's really helpful, I think, to hear this conversation and conversations like this and this these processes that we go through to get to where we are to be able to offer this to other people, because it's not like, I mean, a good energy healer and a good guide spiritually is someone who has done a lot of work and just self-discovery and like discernment work, ego work, all the things are not just like throwing a price on something and saying, let me show up and do this. And I've never like, you know, let's hope it works. You know, there is a lot that goes into it. And I do think like from an outside, I think that's why people are so scared. They're being scammed all the time, you know, like not necessarily like from this deep of work, but like when someone comes to you or they come to me, like they're, they already usually have an idea of what's going on, but you know, like there is a a narrative or rhetoric around going to a psychic, going to do different energy work. And, and in the like mainstream society, there's this oh, are they really like real, you know, or is that a scam? And I know that's for people who have no awareness of this, not a judgment, just like a, a pod, like a realistic, like don't know what's, you know, have not been exposed to it before. And that's a big fear. And that's because one, there are people who don't do the work before they start 
showing up, but also to these kind of conversations, I think really help the reputable, full of integrity, like people who are doing this work, healers are doing this work because it gives a behind the scenes understanding of, no, there's a lot that we're doing constantly to make sure the channel is clear, to make sure the healing is clear. You know, like it's, it's like a, it's a full-time, it's not even a full-time job. It's a full, like you don't turn off. Like it doesn't stop. I know that's sometimes I'm like, Oh, it'd be so nice if we could turn it off, but yeah, you're constantly clearing yourself and going and, and like healing and like something, there's a song actually. And it's like, healing is not my job. And I'm like, Oh yeah. But like, sometimes, sometimes I just want to put a pause on it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, so for you guys that don't know me, I just moved from Idaho to Minnesota. It's been a long whole thing. Um, but for the past like month and a half, it's just the lands that I live on is really healing. And it's like for the past month and a half, I've just been like in heal mode. Like all, I like cry really easily, like not in a, you know, like in a good way. I'm just like, oh, that was like, that was healing. Like it needed to come up and out of me. It's past three, couple, couple days before the Aries new moon. I just was, I had a massive ego death and it was just like, I was like, oh, like again, you know, like it's just like so, it is so much. And, but it's part of, like, it's part of the ascension process. It's part of like raising our consciousness, right? And then being able to help people in more ways and I, I don't know at this point like I don't know if I could actually like turn it off I know that like a year ago I could have and I would like be able to shove it all down but like that doesn't serve anybody because like yeah you come to healers because they've done right they've done the work and they've right they are clear channel like you said and able to I don't know see things that we can't see right sometimes I mean I'll go to with someone who is also like just as equally a psychic as I am that doesn't matter, but they can see things that, that I can't see, right. Because we all have blind spots, but yeah, healing is healing is a journey and it, it really is just a constant thing. And so like, yeah, like we need to make sure our, our energy, like, especially, so for me, like, I'm really lucky that a lot of my clients are like, if I'm like, Hey, like I cannot show up for you today. <laughs> like I'm at, like last week or, you know, two weeks ago, I was just like, I'm just an emotional wreck. Like I'm not gonna be able to, cause I do EFT as well. Um, and I was like, and if I'm tapping, I'm probably gonna start crying. And like, that's not gonna, that's, I'm not supposed to be the one crying. You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to be triggering you to cry, um, with what's coming through intuitively. So yeah, I've been really lucky in that department that I've been able to like, Hey, can we reschedule? Cause it's like most of the time I can ground myself and be okay. And like be composed, but there are, there have been times where it's like, I'm just like, I, I cannot show up because I'm just like. I need to just let all my emotions out. And I don't want, like, I'm not the one that's supposed to be crying on a coaching call. Right. You know, I've had times like that too. And I, it's very much a season thing. It's like this, as we're, if we're going through really big ego deaths, like you're saying, it's, there is a season and I've had that too. I've had to be like, can we please reschedule? I'm so sorry, but I cannot hold this space that you deserve. And that's, that's also a place of integrity too, to be able to do that and be like, yeah, I'm, I've, I'm just not, I'm not in a place to do this right now. Like, I really appreciate, I've had people do that to me too. And, and be like, Hey, I, I just can't show up the way I need to. And I really appreciate it. Cause I'm like, okay, that says to me that you are really taking this seriously and that you really, really want to show up as the best you can. And so I'm like, yeah, appreciate it. Please let's find a different time. Yeah. You know, what's interesting though. If I'm not feeling good, like physically, I can like turn that off for the time being. It's so strange. I can just turn yeah. it off and I'm like, this doesn't exist right now. I can show up fully. But if I'm like, emo- like having an, I need an emotional day, you know, like I can't, it means you can't, I just can't shove down the emotions anymore. I did for so much of my life. Like, well, we didn't get into this, but I was on antidepressants for 14 years. So think about all the emotions, like all the crying I didn't do. Right. <laughs> do a lot of crying. Um, and so now, I mean, when I went off them, it was just like a crazy, like it was, it was intense big old like which is basically like a dark night of the soul for like a year and a half of just horrible crying but yeah that's what happens when you shove your emotions down and you don't you know they or they get stored in your body and they cause illness right and then as you're releasing them to get healthy again you have to feel them yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the same though I can shut off and I can shut off a physical discomfort but the emotional discomfort is what I have trouble like yeah. there, it reaches a certain level where I'm like oh yeah no I can't show up in this yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I, I feel you <laughs> So, oh my God, this has been so amazing. I feel like we could have another, just we could do another one of these and just to continue discussing. But I think for now, as we wrap up, is there any advice, 
words of wisdom, practice, like anything that's been really powerful for you that you'd like to share with everyone who's listening? So EFT. So yes, I know I'm an energy healer, but if you have not dove into into EFT, I would, if I were you, Um, that has been really honestly life-changing for me. I would definitely say try out EFT and it's not for everybody's everybody's different, but that's really, really what's helped me with like my limiting beliefs. I am someone who has really struggled with self-worth and confidence for my entire life. And that has really like pushed me forward. Plus like, you know, dealing with other shit and inner child stuff and all that good stuff. But like EFT is really, especially when you're, you're starting to spiral and you're, you know, having a bad day or whatever, and just like start tapping whether, you know, t- you tap on the negative stuff and you allow it out of you and then you tap on the tap positive stuff in and it just really can shift you really, really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess I advice, agree. advice would probably be like, I tell people this all the time, but be gentle with yourself, especially when you're in those really tender moments and you're like mad at yourself for whatever reason. You're like, why am I, why am I dealing with this again? Because mm-hmm. it happens, right? We go through we think we heal something and then you find out, okay, there's another layer to this and it's deeper and it's harder and it's more intense. And so just be gentle with yourself. And this is advice for me as well, because I have the tendency to not be worse. And this past whole ego death thing, I have been way more compassionate with myself and, and gentle and nice. And just like, okay, these thoughts, like what my ego is saying to me right now is not true. It's not true. It's all lies. So it's all lies. The ego is just trying to keep me safe. And then I came out the other side, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel like a new person. Like, screw these limiting beliefs, you know? So definitely be gentle with yourself because, like, at the end of the day, no one else is there. It's just you, right? If you were the only one left in the world, who you have you, right? You just have you. So to be really kind and more self-compassionate because, like, you would not speak to somebody else the way you speak to yourself. And that message has been coming really strongly for me, coming through. It's just like you wouldn't speak to somebody else the way you speak to you. So right. why why do you do it? Why do you do it, right? I love that. That's really powerful. Yeah, that's a good, thank you for sharing that. I think that's a good grounded piece of advice and a reminder for us all. Like, uh, Yeah, for everyone. I mean, yeah, it's not with me. Yeah. No, sure. I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to remind myself. I need to do that for myself and remind myself of that more often because it is easy to forget. And then, okay, a big thing is this is coming up for me recently too, is like protecting your energy um, and making sure you're clearing, cleansing your energy because like other people's shit can affect you significantly. So I thought, yeah, I will get into it. But recently I had some, some very bad vibes coming towards me and I, my guide showed me like this new technique to use, which is just like blasting your heart space like out and creating a shield and then like allowing it to wrap around you. And that was really powerful for me because once I did that, like I no longer felt this person's bad energy and it was really cool. So I was like, oh, it's that easy. It's that easy. And then you're like putting love out into the world. Right. So let's blast love. Right. It yeah. is that easy. It is blast easy. love. I actually saw that you put that on a reel. Was that this morning? It was this morning. Yeah. That? Yeah. I've been like, I yeah. started a couple of days ago and I was just like, why didn't I not post this yet? Cause it's cool. Like I love it. I, and it, they should, so they showed me my clairvoyance. So sometimes most of my like downloads, they teeter between clairaudience and clairvoyance, but like a lot of times I'll just like see an image flash in my mind's eye and I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. That was a message. You know, I'm going to use that, you know? Yeah. I love that. Okay. And then I would love for you to share with everyone, where can they find you? How can they get in contact? I'll make sure like links are in the show notes too, but yeah. What are the best ways for people to connect with you? So I am predominantly on Instagram and that is at it's Danielle Sims. And I'm yeah, I'm super active on there. I'm always on my stories, always posting reels. There's a lot of dance yeah. that goes on. You post a lot of dance reels and lots of and you do um you have some energy healing as well that you've uh, shared on there. Yeah. So I do some, like, I'll do like reels of light language or energy healing. Those are super fun too, because like, I just, I love like sending healing. Like it's just, it's awesome. Right. So, and if someone can just like catch a minute of, of what I have to send out. Um, and even then like people are like, Oh my God, I cried so much at this. And I'm just like, it was just a minute, you know? And it's just like, it's not even directly, like I wasn't even just directing it at them. Right. It was directed to whoever sees it. So very yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, that's really where I'm at. I mean, you can email me, but I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's stick to Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, 
thank you so much for coming on. This was such a great conversation. Um, yeah. And we will talk soon. Hi girl. Love you. Love you. All right. I hope you all really enjoyed this episode with Danielle. It was again, so much fun to record. I am, I know I've used this word several times in the intro, but it's just so true. I'm so inspired by Danielle and her story and her work. And I hope that you all feel that too. So all ways to reach out to Danielle, specifically her Instagram is best. That's going to be in the show notes. She's so powerful. So if you want to do some energy healing, I highly recommend reaching out to her. And then just want to let you know that two things are active and running right now. We have the runes course that starts on April 28th. You can sign up for that and their link for that will be in the show notes where I'm going to be teaching you how to use and read the runes. This is very likely a one-time course. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm feeling like there's a very high probability. I will not teach this again. So if you want to get in on it, go ahead and get on it in on it this time. And then I am running a six month masterclass series. It is a spiritual techniques masterclass. Come learn new things or hone existing skills. Masterclass one is tomorrow, Saturday, April 16th. So if you want to join the links to join will be in the show notes. You can join for just one masterclass or you can join for a subscription at a discounted rate for all six months. So all of those links will be in the show notes for you to come join us in that masterclass series. And as always, you can come work with me in any of the package options with sessions at the moment. Mentorship sessions are completely full but you can definitely come work with me within session packages. So with all that being said, thank you for joining me with this podcast. I hope you enjoyed and we have another one coming for you next week. Until then, have a beautiful weekend, have a wonderful week and talk to you soon.